big hand, please, as he comes. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Are you blessed so far? Amen. I thank God. I give God glory for this wonderful opportunity this Friday night to share with you the word of God. The word of God is life, isn't it? It is awesome. Uh, it is great to share together the word of God. I'm so blessed and uh, I believe God is going to bless us greatly this afternoon. Uh, open with me Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. Luke 18 verse 1. The Bible talks about um, the parable of the persistent woman. The Bible says, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I do not fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Lord, I thank you and I give you glory. Lord, I pray that you may speak to us. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would minister to us tonight. May your word, O oh God, have a home in our hearts and change us to be like you, O oh God. Lord, we yield and surrender to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, this evening, I'd like to share with you on some aspects about prayer. Some aspects about prayer. I say some aspects because... Prayer is huge. And actually, from what I know, I find prayer is a mystery. It is, a mystery. It is mysterious. So that the, the greatness of it is amazing. Um, I was asked to preach tonight, and I was told to do it like a TED Talk. I've been trying to practice, but if I don't succeed, it is okay. <laughs> The good thing, the one who told me to do it is not here, so don't tell him I did not do it. I'm free. <laughs> Praise God. I want to share with you on some aspect on prayer. And in this few short uh, minutes that we're going to share together, I pray that we will have an aspect of how prayer is and the importance of it and even the attitude of it that would change our lives. Because I've realized that what is big about prayer is the attitude of it. So that if the attitude of prayer is affected, even how we give ourselves into prayer will be affected. Actually, I do believe that the attack on prayer is uh, the attack on how we view God. Because 
if the enemy is able to get us to view God in a negative manner, we will not be able, we will not desire to go to that God that we view in that manner. And therefore, his efforts always are to try and discredit God to us. So that if God is discredited and we cannot view him the way he is and truly is, then we are not confident to come to him the way we need to come. Because we have already seen him in a particular manner that is not good. And therefore, Jesus knows the Father. Jesus knows God. Jesus knows him well and perfect. Jesus knows the heart of God. Jesus knows God exactly, his heart, his will, his desire, his works, and everything about God is known by Jesus. So Jesus is in a scenario here that he is talking to the disciples about prayer. And he wants the disciples to know who God is for sure. And Jesus is in a scenario where he wants to paint God to these people. People who seemingly are far or a distance from God. And he wants to show the perfection of God and the certainty of God to these people. So Jesus is in a way, uh, I would say like... Uh, in a situation where he needs to paint God to these people. Have you ever been in a situation where you know something so well? You are sure 100% about that thing. And then there's this, this other person who would benefit greatly if they would know that same thing the same way. But you know that they have no idea about the same. Now, it is your work to completely try to paint this thing that you know for certainty to these people or to this person who does not know that thing, but if that person would know that thing as you know it, they would benefit. So Jesus is in that scenario. He knows God. He knows God perfectly. He understands him. He is confident of him. Jesus has no trouble about God at all. He, it is 100% that he knows who God is, his heart for the people, his desires, everything about him is known by Jesus. Now, Jesus has this work that he needs to reveal this God to these people. But now, what language does he use? Jesus is in that situation. Because he knows, if these people knew what I know about the Father, these people will not come to the Father the way they come to him. He knows, if these people knew what I know about the Father, their confidence about the Father would be increased greatly. He knows very well, if these people would know what I know about the Father, how they would come to him would be in a greater measure than they do now. Jesus knows that. He knows that the, the thing that is making these people not show up like this is because of how they view the Father or how they do not view him at all. So it is in that scenario that Jesus comes to paint a picture of the Father. But for me, it is interesting the way he comes to do it. 
Because I would think he would come and show us how good the father is, but he comes with a story of a certain village and a particular judge. And in his view to show Jesus, he comes like with a negative story. And this negative story is a story in a particular village. There was this judge who never feared God nor regarded men. Now, this is the village I don't want to live in. This is the village I want to move out. Because if this is the judge, tell me the police. If that is the judge, how are the police? This is not a good place to live in, isn't it? How did this judge even ever become a judge? How did they even... You know, it is like talking about that in Alice Springs there is a doctor. Who, this doctor <laughs> does not fear God. And this doctor does not regard men. How would you want to be the patient? And what kind of a doctor is this doctor? Because you would imagine that the doctor should have at least one of these two qualities. How did he ever even become a judge to begin with, this guy? But he was a judge in this village. I don't want to be in that village. I reckon you also don't want to be in that village. And I tell you, this is the judge. He has failed in the two most important things that you need to be a judge. Have you ever seen somebody going to ask for a job at Commonwealth Bank? He wants to be an accountant. But the very most important things that he has failed and gotten a zero in mathematics. And he also got zero in accounting. But he is there to be an accountant. And you are taking your money there. And you want him to calculate for you your mortgage. My brother, you will pay triple. Yeah. But how does he even do it? In the two most important things that it is needed to get into that job, he has failed in both perfectly. And this is the judge now who sits in the court to give justice. Which justice? How what kind of justice? It is an impossible situation. And this village is in that situation. This is the judge. Yeah. Now, the Bible talks about Jesus saying now, this judge has got to give justice to a widow. Now, a widow. Remember what village you are talking about where justice is not found at all. There is no justice here. Because remember that this is the judge. I don't know how he got to be a judge. It tells me that this society or this village in itself is a corrupt village. No wonder now they're even attacking a widow. Because in such a society, if you have ever lived in one of that kind, the way to get on top is to corrupt or to intimidate. It is favoritism. So the more you are connected to me, the better your services will be if I am the judge. And if I don't fear God and I don't even have regard of men, so your way to get to me is bribery. In other words, this is unjust society. So where is this woman placed in that society? I want to show you where her position in the society her position is a complete position of injustice. That is why she cannot get justice at all. Because this society is the one that when you have money, you are better. When you are married, you are better. When you have position, you are better. Whatever name that you have, you are better. This particular woman has nothing of those things. It is completely nothing for her. 
She is not only a woman to begin with, she is also a widow. She is poor. And therefore, in this scenario Jesus is creating, Jesus is saying, impossible. This woman has got nothing going for her in this case. She cannot hire a lawyer. She does not have a husband. She cannot be protected. This woman is poor. This woman has got adversaries. This, she is in this particular village where nobody wants to associate with her because of her situation. This woman has no help. This woman has got nothing going for her. It is that situation. It is hard. Now Jesus paints those two stories. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you want to give up? Have you ever been in a situation where you want to give up on prayer? Have you ever been in a situation that you feel like you will give up on God? Many times, we are in a situation where we come to God, but God does not answer the way we want him to answer. God does not answer in the fastness we want him to answer. God does not come with the urgency we are calling him. God does not show up in the way we expect him. God doesn't. Have you ever felt like giving up? I remember one time I learned something very important about prayer. That prayer is not only talking to God, prayer is listening from God and God speaks to you. What an amazing revelation I got. Isn't it that great? Is that not prayer? Because I, I heard this thing about me because I knew that I wanted to talk to God and I would go and talk to God, talk to God for hours. Uh, for Just talk, 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 talk. Then I discovered it's not about talking. You listen to him. So I would pray for long. And then now I started saying, God, I'm not going only to talk to you. Now I am quiet. Talk to me. I'm telling you, that is where I realized I am getting angry on God. How can I pray for three hours? And then I tell him, God, now I have finished. Amen. Speak to me now. And I stay there and he doesn't talk nothing. I started realizing. I did that for some time. And my anger on God started to grow. Because I realized God is not faithful. How is he not responding to me? How can I talk to him all that long and he doesn't talk to me? Guess what now I realized to do? Because I knew I, my anger on him is increasing, I started withdrawing from him. And now I stopped telling him, talk to me. Because I even got to a moment that I would now open my Bible and tell God, God, because you haven't talked to me, whatever I'm going to open in the Bible and my eyes, whatever they will fall, that is the place you have spoken to me. And then you do that and you go to genealogy. <laughs> you know, you get even more angry. You do that tomorrow, you realize your Bible is upside down. You are like, God, what are you doing to me? You feel discouraged. So I realized what to do is not to ask him to talk to me because he is not faithful. I withdrew. How many times do we withdraw from God? You know, the thing about us Christians, we can't tell God, oh, because you are born again. 
we get angry, but we can't tell him off. Because inside we, we are Christians, you know, we can see the injustice he's doing, but even though we are born again, we can see that he is not coming to the level we are expecting him. But even though we are Christian, you know, if somebody is very, if you're angry with somebody and you know you will go to him tomorrow, you behave properly even if you, even if you are angry with him. Isn't it? Yeah. It's the same thing that was happening to me. And the same thing that happens to many people. So that the way you know that people are angry with God. Because we cannot tell him off. Because we are Christian. We withdraw from him. That is why many times you feel. And you see that in prayer meetings we are few. Because there is this attitude that God is not faithful. There's this attitude that God is failing, but we can't tell him. And our way of telling him, which is telling him, which looks like not telling him, is withdrawing from him. Our attitude of God is also telling him how we view him. We withdraw. We don't yield and we don't come like he expects us to come. You know, I met a friend of mine. In Kenya, one time, he's a, he's a very good pastor, very nice pastor. And he told me something that I felt like I could identify with. He had suffered so much in the ministry, suffered tremendous. His story was like a movie thing to me. And he told me, and the wife was there, and you could see the wife even like feeling, you could see these people have suffered. And the pastor was telling me, me and my wife and my kids, we have paid for this calling. We have paid a high price. This guy had suffered. The story was clear. He has suffered. And you know, he told me, Jesse, one day I knelt down and told God, God, if I were you, and you are me, and I see the way you are suffering, I would help you. Guess what he's saying? God, you failed. You are not behaving like God. Because if I was in your position and you are in my position, and then I see how you are going, what you are going through. Imagine I would help you, but you are not helping me. How many times do we feel like that? Do we feel like that? Yeah. God, in the way I am going, whatever I am going through, and truly, 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 what I am going through, God, and I read in your word that you are almighty, that you are all-knowing. In other words, you even know I'm going through this thing, and you are doing nothing about it. I'm getting angry on you. We feel like, like that. Is, is that not reality? Yeah. When you are sick in that bed and the pain, and you call Jesus and nothing, and you wonder, what's going on? You know, my friends, Jesus is giving us and painting the picture of God. Jesus is saying, I want you to pray and not give up. Despite of all those things, God is faithful. If this woman got what she wanted from this judge, Jesus says that God is not that judge, and we know God is not that judge. But let me tell you, church, God is not only that judge, you are also not that woman. You are not without a friend. You are not without help. 
Because he decided that he will not leave us like orphans, but he sent the Holy Spirit who is our helper. My dear friends, we don't go to God. Look what the Bible tells us. That will not God avenge those that he has sought for himself. He is the one who came first. We did not go like this woman. He is the one who came before we went for him. We are better than this woman. Our situation is better. Because the Bible says that we should come to his presence with boldness. Why? Because the one who is inside the high priest is not only our high priest, he is also our friend. We don't only have the Holy Spirit, we have the lawyer, we have the judge, we have everything. We should go in with boldness. Our situation is better. And Jesus is saying, if this woman, in such an impossible, in such an injustice, in such a situation, she got an answer, what about you and me? We should not give up. Jesus is telling us, we should not give up. Let me tell you, my friends. There's only one difference big between us and this woman. This woman decided not to accept injustice. The church is quickly accepting injustices. We are rationalizing injustices. We are accepting injustices. And we are becoming desensitized to injustices. We are accepting diseases and sicknesses and death. We are accepting all manner of oppression of the devil. We are oppressing, we are accepting lack of peace. We are accepting anything that is coming our way. We are accepting whatever Jesus paid for and it is still coming upon us. We must reject it because if he paid for it, to us it becomes injustice. We should refuse injustice and move where we belong. To the throne of God. Where our case is determined in the blood of Jesus. When we stand and the blood is there. I tell you, there is no judgment that can be made against you because of the blood. Our case is predetermined victory and victory alone. My dear friends, let me encourage you. Today, if the offering that you gave to, tonight, imagine that offering that you have given, immediately you received a text message from heaven saying received. People would give more. True or not true? Yeah, a text message immediately. Pow, from the bank of heaven, the commonwealth bank of heaven. Received. $50. God bless you. You will find it here when you die. Ah, amazing, isn't it? We would be glad to give more. What about if the prayer that you pray, you also get a text message saying, received, signed, Angel Michael, Gabriel, and Abraham. And then we are also able to track the answer coming. How amazing. Oh, it would be not so nice. Yeah, you'll be able to track. Tracking your blessing that is coming. You know you asked for a car. You're tracking it. The angels are in the third heaven now. Just about to bring it. 
You know, how, how nice would that be, isn't it? Really good. Tracking prayers, tracking your giving, tracking stuff. You know, in the day we live in, that would be really good. But you see, all that is not there. All we have is by faith. All that is possible, but it is only done in one way, by faith. We receive by faith, we ask by faith, we know it is done by faith, we know he has received it by faith, we are, our hands of faith are stretched to, to receive it, we are praising God by faith that it is done already, we are even starting to, to, to behave like we are driving and we are not driving and we are walking, because by faith we know it is here. Ah, amazing. The headache is still there, but I am not sick. I'm okay in Jesus' name, by faith. All those things are by faith. Then he says, but however, will Christ find faith when he comes back? Because it is by faith. Our movement, our reception our blessing, our breakthrough, everything that is paid for is received in one currency called faith. Because faith is the confidence of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. So that text message, it has come to me. How do I know? By faith. Why are you behaving like that? I have it by faith. And prayer is won by faith. And we receive by faith. In Jesus' name, by faith, we are victorious. Let us pray. Father Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you glory. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. Lord, we adore you, your mighty God. This evening, Lord, I thank you because of your word. I thank you because of prayer. I thank you because of you have opened this door for us, the door of prayer. Lord, many times we give up. Many times we give in. Many times, Lord, we are get tired. Many times we wait and wait and wait. And Lord, we lose heart. But God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would change us and transform us, Lord, in your mighty power and in your word. Oh God, I pray that you move in our lives. You change us, you transform us, you make us to be like you. Blessed be your holy name. In your courts, mighty Father, help us, Lord, to contend. In your courts, mighty Father, Lord, we stand and we stand strong. Blessed be your name. Lord, let this word encourage us. Let this word, O oh God, be an opening for us in this place of prayer that, Lord, we would be able to contend and not give up. And the confidence that we need is available in Christ Jesus. Blessed be your name. Lord, I thank you and I give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. What an encouraging word. Shall we stand in the presence of God? I think it'll be. We're closing the service now. And, um, you know, you may have a, a, a need in your life, in your 
there may be a circumstance, a situation that, like Jesse was sharing, you know, a, a situation that seems hard and you may be disheartened and maybe on the verge of giving up. You've been praying, praying, praying and on the verge of giving up. But we have been encouraged today not to give up. But we persist in prayer. We persist in knocking at the door and trusting that our, our great, incredible God in heaven who has an answer for us. Though it may not be the answer we desire, though it, not, it may not be in the time we think it will happen, he has an answer for us. So you know, as an act of faith, whatever it is that you're going through, I just want you to close your eyes right now. I want you to think of whatever it is you have been praying for. Or if there isn't something like that in your life, I want you to think over your life now and begin to ask God for maybe something you have never asked for until now. Are there people you have been praying for who need to come to the Lord? Is there a financial issue in your life that seems so hard? Are you struggling against certain habits that seem to grip you and hold you so powerfully and even though you are trying again and again to get rid of these habits they just seem to hold on to you and you are struggling and you are on the verge of giving up whatever it is my brother and my sister this evening we have an encouraging word from God himself where he tells you my son my daughter do not give up persist Speak to me. Continue to come to my presence. Because I, my ear is turned to the cry of my children. And I will answer. Hallelujah. 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 Heavenly Father, we just bless you and worship you for that word we have heard this evening. Lord, I thank you for what we are going through in our lives. Whatever it is, Father, Lord, in faith, we bring it before you. And we declare that we will continue to bring it before you. We will continue to contend for those we love and who do not know you yet. We continue to contend for those whom we love and who are sick. Those who are going through situations and circumstances that are so hard. They are on the verge of giving up. There are friends we know who are going through pain right now and who say it is impossible. I cannot take it any longer. We are here today, Lord, believing that you are able to intervene in all those circumstances and you are able to bring an answer. A way where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the few minutes we have, I just want you to open your heart to God and just tell Him, speak to Him, remind Him of those things you have been asking for and tell Him, I want an answer, Lord. I want an answer. I believe you are able. I believe you are able. I believe you are able to move on my behalf, on behalf of my family, on behalf of my friends, on behalf of those I love. You are able to move. In my own body, 
Father, you know what I'm going through and I desire an answer. I, 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 I am asking for healing. I am asking for deliverance. In the name of Jesus, we believe that you are able, able, my heavenly Father. Hallelujah. 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 The worship team will now lead us in prayer, in, 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 a, in a song, sorry. Hallelujah. Open not to us, not to us, but to your name. We lift up to your name we lift up oh you are you are the lord almighty outshining all the stars in glory your love is like a wildest ocean oh nothing else compares you are you are the lord Shining all the stars in glory. Your love is like a wildest ocean. Oh, nothing else compares. Not to us, not to us, but to your name. We lift up all praise. Not to us. But to your name we lift, we lift up all praise, not to us, not to us, but to your name we lift up all praise, not to us, but to your name we lift Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This brings us to the end of the service. God bless you and thank you for coming. There will be time for you if you want, would like someone to pray with you, you need someone to stand with you, please come forward. We would be, we would be delighted. We would, be, it would, we would consider it a privilege to be able to pray with you.
So please feel free to come. For those of you who are leaving, please remember we have the cafe open and we have some things to eat and share together in fellowship. So please come and drop by the cafe as well. God bless you and good night. church. See you on Sunday. to show up.